Hello, welcome to the You Can Try podcast. I'm Penny Wilkin from You Can Coaching. And on this podcast, I'm going to talk to people who share my passion for swimming, cycling, running and triathlon, as well as anything in between. Today, I'm talking to Sarah Hill, fellow coach and swimmer and owner at Swimmingly. So welcome back to the podcast, Sarah. Thanks, Penny. Tell us a little bit about what you've been up to since Christmas and, yeah, with the lockdown, anything interesting that you've been doing over the last couple of weeks? Well, um, we've had to close again. I've got an endless pool at home where I teach um, full time, doing generally one to ones. Um, Unfortunately, with lockdown, we've had to close. So I've been playing in the pool quite a lot, um, taking the opportunity to fix it and clean it and all of those um, maintenance tasks um swimming outside it's been good fun i'm still managing to do that a bit although it is quite cold as you'd imagine and um, so yeah it's been it's been a bit of um a bit of pool maintenance messing about in the pool and um trying to keep keep on keeping on swimming out in the cold and whereabouts do you go when you go outside is it a lake or a river or the sea we're generally a lake. There's there's a place um, not too far from me where where um, where we go. Obviously, at the moment we're just going in pairs, um, but that works well. Um, and it's more of a dip than a swim, to be honest. At the moment, um, we still we're trying to swim without you know just with swimming costumes rather than wetsuits. Um, but I've had to resort to gloves because my hands have been so cold. Um, it's the difference between between some level of enjoyment and just pleasant so the gloves have been a godsend well i'm a little bit jealous i haven't been swimming i had a little dip on christmas eve actually um but there isn't really anywhere for us to swim yeah being in coventry most places are closed but i am actually still a little bit injured so i can't really swim anyway um which is a bit frustrating I went outside today can you believe it i've went outside left the house went outside yeah got some fresh air had a bike ride outside um which was a little bit a little bit strange because i haven't actually been out on my bike for a couple of weeks because the weather has been particularly bad um so yeah it was a bit strange i was like oh this is what fresh air is all about i get you on my bike yesterday and it's the first time this year because the weather's been horrendous and it was so it was such good fun god it was cold (laughs) it was cold it was definitely cold today um, yeah, cold hands and cold feet by the time we got back and we weren't even out for that long. Um, but yeah, getting a bit of daylight, bit of sunshine. Yeah, it's a bit of a revelation. I was like, oh, might have to go out the house a bit more, even though even though Boris doesn't want us to go out the house. We're, we're allowed in our, in, our, in our pairs, aren't we? So. We are allowed. We are allowed. Anyway, so let's talk a little bit about the endless pool and swimming in an endless pool. So first of all, tell us what is an endless pool and yeah tell us a little bit about the how your pool is set up well my pool isn't strictly an endless pool i think endless pool is a tra- is a you know a brand name but it's the same principle so i have a pool that's probably um i should know this exactly but it's about four and a half meters by about three and a half meters um, and it's 1.2 meters deep i do an ad water is um, and at one end of the pool there is a machine that sends a current down the middle of the pool so it's a bit like swimming um, on a treadmill um, or swimming up a river when you're swimming against the current so it enables you to swim in place really so you can swim all day if you really wanted to um, and and it, it's 
it enables people to get a good swim in for, for us to work on technique for beginning swims whatever they want to do in a small pool space I mean, my pool is in a cabin in the garden it's not huge at all it's just one changing room but it it's um it's great i'm very lucky to have it i i realize how lucky i am um and it's great you know because you you can as i say you can swim you can you can work on technique or you can actually have a proper swim in there as well so in terms of depth 1.2 meters is that like up to your belly button something like that depends how tall you are really or, um, a, bit, or, or a bit more so roughly roughly i don't know it's about oh, I, I i can't really do feet and that um i'm trying to think it's probably yeah just above your belly button i'd say if you're sort of average height and then when you're lying down yeah. It's long enough for you to stretch your arms above your head, you know, doing front crawl, you know, with a bit of space either side as well, right? My tallest I've had in the pool, I think, was six foot five, and he had plenty of room, yeah. <laughs> so there is enough. And then because it's quite small, I mean, are they really cold or are they really warm? What, what, that, that's a question I get asked a lot. Uh, People expect that, that they're going to be freezing. No, no, not at all. In fact, mine, mine gets really warm and the heater seems to have a mind of its own. So I keep mine about 28 degrees, maybe 30 sometimes if it's cold outside um, and it wants to feel a bit cosier, but about 28 degrees. So it's probably as warm as a, um, a warmer than a, a, a local pool um i keep it a little bit warmer because people complain <laughs> you know, they, people like a warm pool to swim in i find it too warm sometimes to swim in but most of my clients prefer it that little bit warmer yeah i mean when you're hanging around chatting and practicing drills and things like that it is better to have it a bit warmer it is. isn't it um i know typically people have their own personal endless pools for training in possibly do keep them a bit colder because it's more expensive to keep it heated and also if you're training in it then you do want it a bit colder yeah don't you in my pool they're, they're not training in it they're just working on something no. for a long time so you know they can easily get cold but yeah you're right you know it is hugely expensive to but it, it just is a more comfortable environment for people coming because i don't just use my pool for swimming with the current i also use it for water confidence and and we sometimes hire it out for people just to play in you know when, well, obviously this is all when we're allowed not during lockdown of course and um, and you know that makes it so a little bit warmer just makes it more fun really for people and so why do you have an endless pool? I mean, what are the advantages of having an endless pool over a standard pool? Well, I would like a large standard pool, but unfortunately my garden's not that big. I think the the, the reason I got the endless pool was to, to, to make it possible for me to work as a swim coach. And trying somewhere to hire is difficult and it's hugely expensive. So, you know, it doesn't really add up to try and do that as a job if you're hiring a lane in the local pool. That's if you can even get one. You know, my local pool, which is literally at the end of my road, um, they allowed me to have, it was 9pm till 10pm, three out of five Wednesdays and that was you know that's not really enough to build a business on so I scoped out the cost of, of pools and what was what was going to be achievable in the space that I had and, and the endless pools seemed perfect or the endless type pool seems like a, a perfect solution really big enough to um, play in and to mess about in if you want to but but enough space as well for a, a serious swim session a serious technique session so it just ticked all the boxes and it was affordable as well um, which is obviously important.
Yeah, so the thing that's expensive about building your own swimming pool is, like you say, the space yeah. and usually having to dig a hole yeah. to put it in. So a lot of private home endless pools or businesses who have endless pools, they're like bathtubs, you know, with a sort of metal structure and they sit above ground often. But yours isn't actually, is it? Yours is in a hole, yeah, we- you know, under underground isn't it yeah we dug a huge hole the hole was far far bigger than i ever expected it to be i thought it'd be done in like a couple of hours but it took them two days to dig the hole and the stuff out of it you wouldn't believe um so yeah we 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 put ours um half in the ground um one because it looked better like that i think and also for head height because you've got to think about there's so many different things you need to think about when you're building a pool and one of them is head height so you know we couldn't have people ha- climbing up because then the cabin we put too high um for planning permission and stuff like that so um yeah we it, we just it seemed a better option to drop it in the ground um okay the hole was dug um massive concrete slab went in and then a block work wall around it the cabin on on that and then put a floor in it so you walk into a wooden decked floor and under there there's a you know a, a meter or so of um space before you hit the um, the concrete slab on the bottom but it, it's worked really well it looks great it's um touch wood it's uh, it's lasting really well it's been in four years now so it's doing really well yeah, and no, I have to say that your pool is one of the most beautiful, calming, kind of tranquil pools I've been to. Yes, yeah, so you have done it out really nice. It is. It's um, just a wooden cabin, you know, with decking inside. But there is something about it that is very calm and peaceful and very, very relaxing. You know, sort of during lockdown, it's been great just to go down there and put some music on and, you know, just chill, really. Um, and a lot of people like the pool for like water confidence sessions because of that sort of peaceful atmosphere that it has. So, yeah, I'm so, garden space to have done that. I mean, I guess a normal public pool is usually quite echoey. They're usually big spaces, aren't they? You know, the noise is sometimes a bit difficult. You have to shout a bit, talk. There's usually other people in the pool and other things going on. So if you're somebody who is nervous of water, then you know going to an endless pool or a space like yours is a really good option isn't it fabulous yeah because there's only me and the person you know there's nobody else there there's nobody judging there's nobody watching um you know it's peaceful it's quiet there's no like you say no echo you don't have to shout to make yourself heard over the aquarobic music at the other end of the pool as i as i've experienced elsewhere um, and yeah and it, it's just a nice environment you know we can put the blinds down and make it cozy and it's just there's less there's none of the harshness that you get with the um, with the public pools so before we go on to talk a little bit about teaching in one tell me um what does it feel like to swim in one and how strong does the current go i i think i can only speak about myself and how it feels to swim in one um i can watch other people and guess how they're feeling <laughs> but you know, and, and obviously ask them how they're feeling about it. But the current goes from, oh, so slow that, you know, I mean, really, really slow so that anybody can use it up until into a good a good race pace. So probably about one, oh, I don't know. I don't know what the fastest it goes to. I think about 120. 
um one minute 20 for 100 meters so you know it, it goes at a, quite a lick if you really wanted to um but and i don't know the slowest that's bad isn't it i really should but but i've never had to put it but they they go so slow that you can just sort of lie there and kick your legs a little bit and stay on the spot don't they yeah they really do so they, they suit anybody when when people come sometimes though they worry about that you know they say um oh what if i can't keep up with it it's like well you'd be fine because we will tailor it exactly to where you're swimming at you know it's it's infinitely variable you know the, the speed we can put it at whatever speed we like within those parameters so it suits everybody really and if you can't keep up with it what happens i just turn it down <laughs> it's really yeah yeah and and so i mean it's like being on a it's not like being on a treadmill so if you're on a treadmill and you can't keep up with it then there's a risk you'll fall off the back is true with being in the endless pool if you can't keep up with it you just float gently to the back don't you right and put your feet down yeah yeah you're right you know people do worry about well two aspects one that they won't be able to keep up with it um on two that they'll go too fast and crash into it so there's a bit of an art to setting it at the right speed for people and you very quickly can see you know where they're going to be swimming um but you know people can easily just just push themselves back off it if they get too close it doesn't like chew them up and spit them out or anything it's very safe um and once you you know can take a couple of minutes but once you're used to it then, then you get to learn how it works and where think where the is and where you are in relation to it and we've got a mirror on the bottom which helps so you can see your body position in relation to the machine as well so lots of um, lots of help there to make it as easy as possible for people to swim in because they, they can be quite nervous of them for to start with and then they love it and does it feel the same as swimming in an ordinary swimming pool no i don't think so um uh, it, it doesn't because you're getting all the feedback from um it kind of i'm not sort of want to rephrase that but it it doesn't it doesn't and um, if you've got a nicely balanced stroke and you're working with the water and you're doing the stuff right then it feels great and it feels really smooth and really easy and really nice just like a, a standard swimming pool if there's stuff in your stroke that isn't quite in balance then you will know about it because you're getting the feedback from all that water in one go does that make sense so you you know your the water is is coming at you and so if you're if you're um, over rotated that the, the machine will actually let you know that that's happening so the feedback you get is different from the feedback that you get in a standard pool so you know it's it's great for that um and it's great for showing you when you make improvements because you very very you instantly feel better in the current yeah i mean i would i say that in a swimming pool if you don't swim straight it takes you a little bit of time to figure it out and in fact you might not ever realize because the lane ropes are there and the black lines are there and all of those things help to keep you straight whereas in the endless pool if you don't swim straight then after a couple of strokes the current will push you out to the side right and you'll feel it yeah. and you might fall out the current or it'll just be really splashy and turbulent and not feel very nice definitely and you know if you're if you're swimming with your head too high you'll know about it because you'll be able to tell because of the you know it'll affect the rest of your body position more and and you'll you'll know more quickly than you would in a standard pool do you see what i mean so you know the feedback is instant and, and as soon as you make a change, the feedback is instant. So to me, you get more feedback more quickly than you do in a pool. Yeah, no, no, for sure. And you don't get that feedback 
often in a real pool unless there's a coach there telling yeah, you. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you, you know, you've got to swim and try and work it out. Whereas this tells you straight away, <laughs> you know, that um, yeah. what what's happening with your stroke. And also the great thing is that as soon as you make a positive change with your stroke, then you know straight away as well. So that feedback is instant. And so what are the other advantages for teaching in an endless pool versus a standard pool? Well, for me, it's it's very much that because I'm in the water mostly, um, not so much with, um, you know, sort of the uh, distancing at the moment, but generally in the water with people um, next to them. And so you can actually tweak what they're doing um, whilst they're there, whilst they're swimming, which you could never do in a, in, a, in a big pool. You know, so you're standing there and you can help them move their elbows correctly. You can help them with their hand entry. You can re remind them that their head needs to drop or whatever. And you can do that in real time while you're standing there. So the feedback they get is um, is brilliant because you there's no, you can't do that in a in a standard pool um and so that that's a really useful thing obviously the variable current means that you can make you can challenge them by speeding up a bit or you can drop it right back and for a lot of people that's right quite unusual to swim slowly you know so they can they can feel how it feels to really just focus in on their stroke rather than trying to swim to what they perceive as the end of the pool you know so it's about giving them the opportunity to swim at different speeds and at different intensities of the current. Uh, video as well is great. You know, you can stand and video um, underwater, overwater. You can do loads of things um, with the video that's much, much harder to do in the uh, in the big pool. And, it, and it, you know, more quickly, so somebody, because you've got that hands-on opportunity and you've got that video opportunity, then the feedback is, as I say, it's, it's instant. You know, loads of different types of feedback you can get straight away, which you would never get with the standard pill. And the filming is easier because the swimmer is swimming on the spot. Yeah. So rather than swimming up and down out of the camera view and things like that, they're just there on the spot. And the same goes for helping the swimmer with their technique. You're not chasing them up and down the pool, are you? No. Um, you know, trying to catch up with them and, and give them the feedback so you don't waste all of that time walking up and down trying to get back to talk to each other and mm -hmm. things like that yeah. and then I guess some of the other things some of the pools we teach in sometimes we run workshops in the depth of the pool gets deep really quick so you, if you're trying to teach someone and you're in the pool and you can't stand up it gets a bit difficult doesn't it whereas in your endless pool, you can stand up everywhere, can't you? Yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, I've, I've done plenty of workshops where I'm trying to chase somebody down the pool and suddenly end up disappearing under the water because it's suddenly got deep. But yeah, that doesn't happen in these. And, and you're right with the um, with the video because they're they're, they're there in front of you. Um, you know, it's it's much much easier. And things like the mirror as well, it helps somebody um, check their body position, check their head position while they're swimming, so they've got that feedback as well. And so are the endless pools suitable for kids or non-swimmers or triathletes? I mean, what sort of swimmers are they good for? I think they're suitable for everybody. You know, because the speed is variable, then you can take an absolute beginner and, and get them to feel how it feels to swim, you know, without any risk. They're not, you know, they're in a small pool that they can stand up at any time. Um, same with people who are sort of making the transition from water phobia to swimming. You know, you can use them at, at really low speeds just for people to get a feel of how the water works, you know, how it feels when it's coming towards them, sort of get used to that. Kids love it. You know, obviously they want to play as well. So you can do um, things that are not in the... Um, 
in the the manual <laughs> as far as and um, playing in the current you know you can race the current you can turn it up full blast you can even do um a little bit of bodyboarding and um, on them as well if you if you learn oh, how to cool do. i've not done that yeah fun it's good fun i'm not sure it's recommended but it's good fun um considerations <laughs> all paid attention to of course and um, but yeah and triathletes as well i i love it for triathletes i i really like the, the endless pool for triathletes because and this is a massive generalization and i apologize but many triathletes who come really want me to put the pool up really fast um and so they end up trying to beat the machine um and i just turn it up a bit more <laughs> you know and so it's great for triathletes because it gives them that time to focus on their rather than just try and get to the end you know so that kind of you know triathletes by nature are competitive so that has to go because there's nothing to beat and 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 the whole session then is about them working with the machine and, and and trying to you know feeling how it feels to swim better to swim more efficiently rather than trying to get to the end before um before anybody else does um is that an outrageous thing to say about triathletes but that's my experience mm. No, no, not at all. No, I, I mean, I have the same experience and I'm a triathlete, so I can say that. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, you know, with triathletes, we're always trying to get the fastest time possible. Yeah. So trying to swim slower to learn how to swim faster is a bit counterintuitive and kind of screws with your you know competitive brain a bit there's some great moments i have in the pool where people don't realize that i speeded it up you know and they've said oh i'm slower i'm slower and i get them to look at the clock and they're like oh actually i'm not slower it's just that it feels better and that's because they spent that time and um, you know on swimming efficiently rather than just thrashing their way um to, to beat the machine and and they get back to so they come in and they're swimming fast trying to trying to get a good time on the machine and and then we we slow it down and i creep it back up with knowing um and they get back to where they started but far more efficiently and that that's always a good one there um just to show the value of that that focus time on the technique and i mean i suppose the thing for our human brain is that when we're working hard, we're pulling, we're, it feels strong, we're perhaps getting a bit out of breath, you're getting a lot of feedback from the water, there's maybe quite a lot of splash. You can think that you're working really, well, you are working hard, but you can think you're swimming really fast. Yeah. Um, and, and because you don't yet know what the sensations are, are fast and efficient swimming. And, and it makes sense to our human brain if we get all of that feedback and all of that splash and all of that pressure, we're swimming fast. Definitely. So, so, you know, what you've said, you know, when you become more efficient, all of that feedback goes, mm -hmm. the swimming will be much quieter. And sometimes it's hard to know how fast you're swimming, That's isn't it? Yeah. Um, because you, like, you haven't got, you can't look at a watch. Yeah, and, and when they look at the clock and they see, you know, it's like light bulb moment. It's like, oh gosh, right. So to swim faster, I actually have to slow down, you know, in, in a way. And yeah. It's, yeah. it's great to see that happen because it just makes it achievable for them. Then they they know what to do, and um, something they've always tried to do, they they can actually start to achieve it. So lots of other questions I get asked about endless pools. Mm -hmm. So how do you keep it clean? Is there more or less chlorine in an endless pool than maybe in a public pool? You know, lots of sometimes people come and they say they're allergic to chlorine. You know, what's it like in your pool? I uh, Yes, my pool is, is kept clean with chlorine. Um, and, you know, you, you, there's very few options, really. Um, I keep the chlorine as low as possible in order to keep it clean. And... Um, 
it doesn't have a heavy bathing load so you know you get you know you're doing four lessons a day it's not massive amounts of people going through the pools so you can keep the chlorine quite low and i have who do react to chlorine in a public pool don't have the same reaction in my pool or not, or not to the same degree. I don't know, um, you know, about public pools and what they're keeping theirs at and how they're managing their water quality. Um, and often for people, it's it's a, it's a lack of chlorine rather than too much chlorine that gives gives a reaction. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's a balancing act really with chlorine and and the pH value of the water as well, keeping those two well balanced. I get um, regular, um, send it off to the lab regularly, the water samples to get checked and, and you know, those kind of housekeeping things are just par for the course when you're looking after a pool. But as I say, it's, I try and keep it as low as possible to make sure that the water's clean um, and clear. But you do have to have some in there. So often it it is better for people who have skin problems or uh you know the chlorine irritates their skin isn't it often in the end of pools like you've said there's less people so it can be a little bit kinder to people it can it can yeah and, and you can keep a closer eye on it as well because it's just you and your water it's i, I often say to people it's like having a pet you know you, you very quickly learn when it's not happy um, and what to do with it you know because it, it can change quite quickly um the water you know there's all sorts of things that can can affect the water quality so you get to know it very quickly you can just instantly feel the water and know whether the ph what the ph is just by you know feeling it um so you just learn you just learn how to how to sort of read read the water in the pool and and act accordingly but yeah there is i think there is more opportunity to keep that those those chemical levels lower so it is kinder to to skin because it's only like one person, you're asking them to shower. Um, so you're getting in, in the water clean, whereas in public pools, a lot of people are not getting in the water clean. Um, right. So, yeah, you've got that control over the water quality that you don't get in a public pool. And then because you're only having sort of one person through at a time, and only a few people, um, you, you know, per day, yeah. that makes it much easier for you to manage um, issues around COVID and, and to be covid um sort of safe and secure doesn't it yeah absolutely when we're allowed to open because it's only one person so you can clean thoroughly between each swimmer because they touch you know that the routes from the changing room to the pool is quite tight you know it's quite a small space so potential for them to touch many things is is, is limited and and the chlorine in the water does the, the research has shown that the, the you know covid does in, in pool water so yeah it's it's easy uh much easier than in the public pool to keep it covid safe it really is you know you can keep keep different ends of the building and um, while still being in you know close enough proximity i don't get in the water as much as i used to do only for water confidence and i stand well away from the person because i don't need to touch them at all but yeah it's it's keeping covid safe is, is relatively straightforward and so then what about somebody if you get an inquiry and they say they want to learn to swim or they want some swim coaching but they're not sure if they want to do it in an endless pool because it's not um like real swimming what what how would you respond to that how would i respond to that i'm not sure i've ever had anybody actually say that um people are, are intrigued often you know people are really fascinated with how it's and, and once they once they get in and their first minute can be difficult without a doubt you know the first the first little bit of time in there people are not you know it's just getting used to something totally different and as i said before you know if their stroke is out of balance not efficient then then it can be um 
a little bit more challenging but not for long you know they soon settle into it they soon work out how it how it works and how it feels um and consuming it quite happy we'll just get in and they're just fine straight away you know I, yeah as i say people can be a little bit nervous but once they get going they love it you know and, and they 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 really appreciate the, the flexibility of it yeah. Listen, in an endless pool you get far more done than you would in an hour in a in a big pool yeah i think that that's the key isn't it i mean mm. It isn't, it does feel different to swimming in a real pool, but, you know, it's the learning opportunities that you get from the lesson in the endless pool. Like you say, you can learn so much more in the hour, so it just makes it, you know, more effective way of learning. And, you know, I say I've had all of my lessons, all of my swim coaching over at least 10 years have been in an endless pool. Um, and so I wouldn't be where I am now as a swimmer without that. But it is good if you have the opportunity sometimes to experience coaching in a real pool as well, isn't yeah. it? By maybe going to one of our workshops or a course or, you know, just something else. Definitely. Because there are just other things you can learn in a real pool that you can't in an endless pool, I suppose. You know, things like starts and turns and stroke counting mm -hmm. per length and things like that are a bit hard in an endless pool. So when you get to that stuff, you know, it can be useful to do it in a real pool, can't it? And, you know, I have a lot of people, they come for a lesson and then they eat and play in a big pool, you know, because they want to take those skills straight out into the big pool and, and have a bit more space to practice. But you're absolutely right. You know, as far as a focus session goes, you for money you know you it's far more cost effective to go for an endless pool lesson because of the amount that you get done um than to have your coach standing on the side watching you swim up and down in a in a 25 meter pool but yeah the workshops and and the sessions you know like the the, the group sessions that we do in the bigger pools again it, like you say it gives you that opportunity to experience well thank you very much i've really enjoyed chatting about swimming in endless pools as usual good nice to talk to you that's it folks Thanks very much for joining us. We hope you found some of that useful and we'll look forward to you joining us on next week's episode. Mm -hmm.